Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we've been in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. This week, we're a little bit out of Rochester with some people who used to be in Rochester. Let's start with that, huh? Um, so, uh, Tom and Allison, Ty, uh, the story here is both Tom and Allison got into their dream races in 2019. Tom got a uh, ticket for Western States by finishing Twisted Branch. Allison uh, qualified for Boston and also got... Uh, finally drawn from for uh the new york marathon and then uh, march of 2020 happened and all the stuff and all the things so they both had their dream races on tap and then they went away but now they're back hooray so we're gonna talk about all of that uh so I'm not sure where we're going to go here. We're going to go in the Wayback Machine. We're going to go through Tom's Ultras. We're going to go to uh, Grindstone, and we're going to go to Western States, obviously. Um, but Allison is going to tell us about the roads, and she's going to tell us about, as she said, doing well as an old lady, which <laughs> I disagree with. However, that's how she put it today on the trail, so... Uh, that's where we're going to go. Um, and uh, let's get into it with Tom and Allison. Hey there. Hey, Chris. How you Hi. doing? How's Hi, Chris. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a long time in the making. We were actually going to do this last year, right? We talked about Sorry. it and then it didn't happen. And A lot of things didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things did happen. Um, not the things we planned. <laughs> uh, so we, um, I guess I want to, I want to get it out there today. We are uh, recording this on the rainiest day in, <laughs> in what I believe is Rochester history. Um, we went out for a little run. You guys drove down from Old Pulaski. That's uh, North Country for you folks that aren't familiar. Yep, East End of the Lake, East Side, East Side. Yeah, right. Uh, so I'm on the West Side. You guys are on the real East Side. Uh, and we ran the zero SPF course today, and swam part of fun. the zero SPF. Course. <laughs> it was like being kids for a day. Yeah, yeah splashing through puddles. Right. And uh, so, interestingly, Allison, you are training now. For both Boston, as well as Virgil Crest 50s. So that's going to be really fun to chat about, how yeah. you're managing yeah. that. and New York. So yeah, so I've got three three big races coming right. up. And so Boston is in October now, right? Yes. New York still in November. Yep. So you're going to go Virgil in September, yep. Boston in October, New York in November. Yep. Right. Almost exactly. Each of them are almost exactly a month apart. So. So what Allison tells me is get your races done because the fall yeah, is mine. I told them the fall <laughs> is mine. <laughs> well, and because we also we have a, a sixteen-year-old son who is an avid runner and his he's going to be a junior in high school. So it's very active cross-country season. So we have to 
A lot going on. You know, fold that in too and <laughs> keep a balance and not, you know. Full life. Not hog all the weekends ourselves. Like some, some right. weekends are about him. <laughs> well, and you got to drive him places and like, yeah. But he's a pretty solid runner in his own right, right? Like, I mean, he's not just doing like cross country five, five mile, eight Ks. Like he's out there doing 20s, right? Yeah. He, yeah. he, he loves running. Yeah. And he loves hitting the trails. Like, yeah. yeah, I think. So the easiest way for this to happen is just have him <laughs> sign up for the same events. I, <laughs> I think his cross country coach would not be pleased with us, like destroying his legs every weekend. It's, not, it's also probably not <laughs> yeah. financially viable. <laughs> I mean, New York, New York and Boston aren't exactly known as, you know, cheap races. Yeah. Northwestern states. Oh yeah, let's <laughs> just for the record, the Western states trumps anything I have done. <laughs> well, I mean, you could you could start training. You could go do hurt. You could go out to Hawaii, hundred miler in Hawaii. You know. Well, I keep telling Tom I'm I'm hitting all like the the East Coast marathons that I want to do while while our kids are still at home, and then you know once we're empty nesters, that's when. It's going to be like runcations everywhere. Right. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense to me, I think. Like and the kids can come with you if they want, right? But they don't they don't really yeah. get a say in where <laughs> they get to go. You can yeah. come with us, right? Plus it, you know, anybody that's done like a destination race with their kids knows that, you know, the prospect of doing it without them would be a lot, <laughs> yeah. a lot easier, simpler, not yeah. and cheaper, of course, but right. yeah. 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 That's uh, so for, you know, my kids are still pretty young, so I don't, I don't have to quite think about these yeah. things, <laughs> but bringing to them to a race when they're that young is full of logistics. I mean, it's a ton of things to think about, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Plus, you know, when you're worried about, your own race and event, but then you're also worried about how miserable they're going to be. I mean, cause let's face it, like spe spectating is not a lot of fun. Like for when you're a kid, for when you're a kid and uh, you know, like I, there was, you know, one race that I was doing where of course it was like today was going to rain all day. And I was like more worried about like, Oh my God, Tom's going to be <laughs> standing in the rain with a couple of grumpy kids all day while I'm off, like having a great time. Like, you know, yeah. but it, yeah. <laughs> Takes a little bit away from it. Like for yourself when you're worried, when you're worried about them. Right. Yeah. And, and training for an ultra and two marathons, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Right, you pile all of that on, and you guys are fresh back from California. Yep. Right, so that's the cool thing was though, Luke, uh, your son crewed for you, right? Yep. Like, so that's kind of neat. Yeah, he loved it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now he wants to do it. Yeah. Right. So maybe maybe <laughs> it was an exposure at too young of an age. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, Hayden Hawks is kind of young, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we splashed up and down the trails at SPF, which, by the way, were um, quite literal uh, at some places, rivers. Yeah, there was no mud. It was all streams. Yeah. And the trails, like, <laughs> held up fairly well, although I'm, I'm, it's been four more hours of rain. Um, and 
when we were when we were running, we kept talking about Allison had 18 miles on our training plan today, <laughs> right? But when you think about that, like, and I and I was asking, like, well, time or mileage, and how long does it take to do 18 if you're training for a marathon? But you're sort of mixing roads and trails together, and so you did 18, really 18 trail miles, but you know th- the last three miles were road miles. But you did 18 trail miles, probably 2,000, 2,500 feet of climbing, you know, something like that. That's not uh, Boston or New York training. (laughs) So do you do that often? You mean often during this training cycle? Like, do you often take whatever your marathon training is and then just translate it to, like, wherever you are or whatever you're doing? Like, would you do an 18-mile beach run because you happen to be at the beach? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, honestly, like, the training plan that I'm following right now is an ultra plan. So I'm following the training for the 50K because, well, I mean, because that's first – you know, and it's because it's the newest kind of thing for me, you know, it's a different, you know, this is going to be my first ultra. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so I'm following that plan and I'm just, as I'm following it, you know, obviously the recommendation is to try to do, you know, get as many of the training miles as possible on trails. Um, but knowing that I also have these road races coming up, I'm, I'm trying to find a good balance of making sure I'm getting, you know, enough miles of both. Right. So I'm, you know, and it depends on the week and where we are and what's going on. So I'm, um, but yeah, I am cognizant of the, the difference in time, you know, it takes to run, you know, X number of miles on a trail versus the road. And, and I'm just, you know, just trying to find like a good balance between the two and, mm-hmm. and, you know, getting, you know, getting myself prepared for, all three of them. Yeah. So are you are you worried or thinking about like speed work or your pace when you're doing things like are you like, "Ooh, I got to pick it up on the trail because I can't be doing 11 or 12 or no, 13 or 15." No, no, miles. not at all cuz I've yeah, cuz obviously yeah, you can't you can't compare it's apples and oranges like right. trail time paces to road paces. So right. no, not at all. You know, and I kind of go, go more by effort level like if yeah. I'm but you're not a big heart rate watcher, right? You just kind of feel it, right? No, yeah, I go mostly by feel with my effort, and yeah. yeah. You were feeling pretty good today, Drag- yeah. dragging Tom and I down. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seemed like you were. It, so today, you you'd seem like you had like a like an easy to medium kind of eighteen. Didn't yeah. seem like you were working working all that hard, but you know you're you're hanging out with me, so you couldn't have been working all that hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did you did great, Chris. It was Thank you. a great run. It was I needed fun. that. And, and well, I mean, and I don't know how you train, but like the way I train is like most the long runs should be yeah. easy pace. Well, like I it shouldn't be. I haven't done a long oh. run in. Yeah, I don't even know. Like today, doing doing fourteen. 14 and a half, whatever, because my, so I kind of, I was joking that my technology Garmin, failure, my Garmin was a little jaded <laughs> because I've been, because I've just been running roads right outside my house or running like shorter stuff. I've been messing around, testing out the Apple watch, seeing how it goes. 
and my, I don't think I've worn my Garmin during COVID or anything at all. So it's just been sitting on the shelf for a little while. It would buzz like, you know, it'd be like, <laughs> and then the battery Ooh. died and I didn't <laughs> charge it. So I put it on today and it was just uncooperative. So I missed the first mile and a half and I felt, I feel like we're friends now, you know, and we're back, we're back. Like we took it through the rain. It got some mud on it. It feels, you know, probably pretty good. But I hadn't done 14 miles in a very long time, you know. So you two coming out and just kind of splashing through the mud, it felt good to just fun. be splashing through the mud, you know. Especially if you ran during the week when it was super humid and sticky and just, oh, ick. <laughs> yeah. Some of us wore jackets today. Some of us didn't. <laughs> some, of, some of us made fun of those wearing jackets <laughs> in July. <laughs> He's delicate. He's he del- is a delicate flower. I had to wear the jacket all the way to the he end. He did, be, because, <laughs> the- <laughs> because he went back in the house this morning to well, get it, when I, <laughs> despite me making fun of him. So he had to keep it on the whole time. Nice. And I mean, that's what, but that's what gets you through something like Grindstone or Western States is your commitment. Tom. <laughs> just stubbornness. Just suffering despite the <laughs> logic telling you otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I feel like when you, when you set a course and you stick to it, you <laughs> attain your goals, you know? Try to. Yeah. So, um, Real quick, just because we're talking about you training for a uh, ultra and two marathons in three months, this isn't like a new gig for you, right, Allison? Like this isn't, you know, you're not just uh, on a whim. It is your first ultra, Um, but you've done quite a few marathons, right? I have. So I've, I've done seven. Okay. So when was your first marathon? My first marathon was the Rochester Marathon, actually, and I believe although I'm not 100% positive, I think it was the first Rochester Marathon. Um, It was in 2005. All right. Um, So, yeah, it was between – I have two kids, so it was between my pregnancies. So I had a – yeah, it was, you know, Mm -hmm. me getting in shape after having my first kid. And, uh, you know, and at that time, (laughs) looking back, I was on – I was so clueless. Like, I knew knew nothing about – fueling or, or even training really. I, I, the training plan I followed was like a one page, like article that I ripped out of like runner's world. Like, I mean, I was, (laughs) I was really clueless. Um, but it was one of those things like I, you know, one of those bucket lists, I want to do a marathon. And, uh, so. Well, you, you either do zero one or many more. Yeah. Nobody does, nobody does two marathons. Like, yeah, but it, it was actually a long time after that first one. Uh, so then I had, we had a second child, you know, and then I was, you know, double home, home Yes. Double <laughs> mom. And, and, uh, it was quite a few years before, gosh, I think it was, over, it was running. over 10 years before I did my second one. Yeah. I, I was running double stroller. Gosh, you know, I was I was running pretty regularly, although I hadn't learned the secrets of running through our New York winters yet. It was a few years before I got that down. But uh, um, And there was a few times over the years where I thought about ramping it up to train for a marathon again. And then, you know, with little kids, like something always throws a monkey wrench in your plans and I would get off track. But 
So you kind of you kind of started racking up your numbers more recently. Yeah, it's really kind of been about the last five years or so that I've really got been able to like be a lot more consistent about it. Of course, you know, it helps with the kids getting older and more independent and um, less interested. Yeah. 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 uh, Yeah, The less interested the kids are in me, the more I seem to be able to run. So, so Tom, were you running back in 2005? I was running, but I was just doing like the couple times a week going around Bolton park. So just going out there, taking the dog, doing well, a lap. That's when you were got on your like triathlon. He was on oh, a triathlon right. kick yeah, for several years, right. especially when we lived. We lived in West Bloomfield. When I hit lived. thirty. I was watching TV, and they had the the Hawaii Ironman special <laughs> on with all the stories that pull at your heartstrings, and it's like, yeah, I want to do that. So then I like ramped up for the Muscle Man uh, out in Geneva, and. I think I did it like three times and every time it just, it just kicked my butt. I mean, the first year I did it, it was like 95 degrees and yeah. And Allison had Luke there when he was a baby and he had a diaper blowout and it was just (laughs) like, and I had heat stroke. It was just a complete train wreck. Is that the first time you did it? Yeah. Yeah. That one was rough. I feel like every race that we're going to talk about is going to be 95 degrees Except for except for your beautiful fifty five degree grindstone. Yes, the we'll we'll touch on that one. But <laughs> everything else you've done has been in heat Lots. vapors, apparently. Yep. Well, yeah, the the triathlons were good because you know I shed like thirty pounds or something for those. Like um, once I started getting more active, and then I was just running. People were getting worried about his health. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> asking if he was okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, so you were, but, but you two, you guys go way back. I always forget that you're like four years older than me. Like I always forget you're, I'm 46. Yeah. So you're, you're older there. And I always forget that because you know, you're young at heart. That's right. (laughs) More like a child. (laughs) He he acts like a child. (laughs) And so it's, you know, four is a long time, right? That's a whole college span. So I always, I always have to keep remembering that. For some people, for some of us, it's longer. <laughs> some of us, it's, uh, it's half a college. Tenure. <laughs> so, but you were running, just kind of tooling around Were you, were you like you, so you were in triathlons. Were you thinking marathons? You, you didn't know what ultras were at that point. Very no. few people I think knew what ultras were at that point. Nope, I was just doing the triathlons, and then it kind of didn't, I don't know, it didn't really stick with me. You know, it was just more of I wanted to try to go back every year to try to right the wrongs, but I never made it right, and right, eventually but, it just But triathlons out. aren't in the woods, but yet you're doing your loops around Boughton Park, so right. it was really ABC Sports that got a hold of you. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Yeah. All right. But but you've kind of stuck with trails. I mean, that's where you like to run. Yep. That's kind of your gig. That's my bag now, yeah, yeah, for sure. And and Allison, you you run marathons, but I mean, you'll seem to be run whatever, right? You got like all terrain tires or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy running trails, but I mean, the biggest hurdle for me is I I don't like taking the extra time to have to drive somewhere to run. I like just being able to. Right out you know, the door. Go right out the door and go and uh, and just where we live, like the roads are so much more um, accessible. 
Um, but yeah, but for this year, like I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, you crushed you it today. Like it, yeah. it was like a, it was like you know, except for in a few places, it seemed like it was fairly natural to you. You know, <laughs> you mean every time I took a wrong turn, <laughs> okay, you, you said it. You said it, not me. <laughs> I told you that's honestly my biggest fear with this uh, ultra coming up is that I'm going to get myself lost in the woods because I. Well, so Virgil Crest, um, the last time Virgil Crest was run was in 2015. So there's probably still a few flags out there, you know, from the last time. So you could at least, <laughs> you could at least find those flags. And I don't, I'm not even sure about the Are you saying they're days. not going to put new ones up? I'm just going to have to rely on the ones from well, six years ago. Well, you know, budgets are, budgets are tight. <laughs> Supplies are hard to come by. <laughs> No, I'm sure Ian Ian's going to flag Virgil Crest really well. The thing I will say the most is and and Ian doesn't listen to the podcast, do you Ian? Right? He doesn't listen. <laughs> is it Ian says the marketing material, the brochure says it never rains at Virgil. However, I will tell you today was perfect Virgil attitude training. Like it's going to rain at Virgil. It always does. It always does. So a good three and a half hours out on Crescent Trail running. It, it was good training for you. Good training. So good, good. You're set up. All right. But if Ian asked you, I said it never rains ever. It never <laughs> rains. Okay. Never, never has. I mean, Ian's on record stating it's never rained at Virgil. So Thanks. should be, should be dry, <laughs> but prepare anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. So, Tom, you went you went down this road. You somehow realized you're terrible at triathlons. Yep. And then, but, but were you just terrible? But you were still enjoying them, or you weren't enjoying them, and you were terrible. I liked I liked the swimming. So the swimming was good. I liked the biking, but the run really crushed me every year. I well, maybe it was, they put the run first. It was. In the hot sun, in the streets, and uh, like okay. so, yeah. I think that was where I. So I've often thought about, and I, I'm sure it, I know it exists in the form of like adventure racing, but imagine if it was like a, a mountain lake swim, you know, and then you're on a mountain bike course, and then you're doing a trail run, like, huh? huh? Plus, well, the other thing with trail that exist. Uh, well, I mean, Xterra, right? And yeah. like, I mean, yeah. that exists, but that's for. That's for real, like hardcore people. I think I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, I think triathlons are hard because I mean it's hard enough to train for an ultra when you got to do like three different disciplines. And you got to do that, and you got to fit it in every week. Like yeah. that is just yeah, it's it, very time consuming. Triathlon yeah. training is very time consuming, and it's a it's you got to get yourself a nice bike. You can't take your huffy, you know, or you might. <laughs> <laughs> My 96 Le Mans may not be the, the, the aero bike that was typical in the rack. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. What are you going to do? You know, that's right. So then how did you get on? How did you get on, you know, the golden path? How did you get on the trails as well, like your bag? Well, it was actually cause Allison was running so much and I watched her run enjoy it. Like she was doing more distance. Like once we moved and then I, she, I think you talked me into like signing up for the Syracuse marathon right but at first first i did the boiler maker and that was pretty fun that was cool and then later that year that fall i did the syracuse marathon 
And that went well for most of it. And then I got to the lakeshore and bonked. I learned about bonking, and that was <laughs> the first of many. So I was going great, and everything's going to plan. And Define then, bonking. <laughs> yeah, right? And the, then the sun. And it, He's it, referring snowed. to hitting the wall. Yeah. For those of you yeah. Is your bonk a different bonk than anybody else's? In the running sense of the word. Um, it snowed that morning, but like by the afternoon... Like the sun came out and it got hot, and then Syracuse I just Syracuse fell apart. Marathon until they moved the date just recently has never been accused of being hot, Tom. Yeah, but it was full sun, and I just melted down running again. Along the lake. This is going to be a theme, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so that finished up, and then that went all right, and then um. I meant to do one like for a year, the year after, and then the year after, and I didn't. And then eventually I signed up for the Menden 50K just because I knew like the road wasn't calling for me and the trails were. So, and now we've been friends for quite a while. I mean, we've been hiking and camping for at least 20 years. I saw you at the finish line of the Menden 50K. <laughs> you don't call. You I don't let write. you know. I swear, I let you know. We he also didn't have, tell you he was no, coming. No, I no. am pretty sure I told you. No, I think we have twenty a twenty year history of <laughs> mediocre communication, though, as well. Yeah, at best, you might have asked me. Yeah. have you heard of the Menden Fifty K? At the most, that's I'm what pretty you might sure have. I talked to you about this. I see him at the finish line. I'm like. That's Tom. Because that a lot of the reason I knew to even sign up for the Menden 50K was just because I knew you. You introduced me to like ultra running and the podcast. So then I started like exploring that world. And so yeah, like, but, between but that, I, you and Allison's cousin, like I just, that really. But I would have known then that you were going to be there. And because I didn't know, <laughs> that means you didn't tell me. But anyway, so your first ultra was Men in 50K. Yeah. In 2018? Yeah, somewhere around there. 2017, I want to say 2018, yeah. 2017, 18. 2017, I think it was the fall yeah. of 2017. So that's your, you know, that's when you get into the, you decide yeah. to get a little loopy. Yeah. Right. Now, Elson, you weren't there. Because your your uh, your kids weren't old enough for you to you know wander away. No, we d- we did come. We weren't. We, finish, we right? didn't come for the start, but mm. then we came because uh, yeah, we didn't get up and drive out as early as he did. But we were there yeah. for like the it, yeah, we were there before the finish. Like we saw his last, I think, two loops. Like yeah, so yeah, yeah. Because I didn't see you there. I just saw Tom there, and. Not a bad first ultra, 50K, 530. Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah. There was some walking in the last loop for sure. Well, I got a nice little picture of you smiling, looking exhausted. It was a great experience. You know? Yeah. And from there, it it started happening, huh? That was where the addiction started, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And so so you rolled for men in 50K, and what was your next? And then the next spring, I did, um, Sean and I signed up for Segunda. So we did that, and then we did the escarpment trail run. And then when I did the escarpment, that was like, whoa, this is awesome. Like <laughs> that rugged terrain, rocks, roots, and mud. Like that was just, yeah. Because we've wandered around those Catskills before, and we've sort of hiked them, you know. 
But yeah, as that, much as you could say, we experienced them. We went in and we wandered around, and then we came out. But like to yeah, to have that whole day experience in yeah. escarpment, right? And just be around so many people that were also so psyched about it. Like just yeah. being around the community, it was just really cool. And then hanging out at was at North Lake yeah. State Park there at the end afterwards, talking to these people that have been running it for thirty years, and you know, it just yeah. It's a, it's a great community that goes out for that race. Right. And Escarpment's uh, one of the classics. Yeah. You know, it's definitely uh, between Escarpment and Manitows, right? Like yeah. you have you have yourself a uh, a lot of stories. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so that's, that's when it started happening for you, right? You started going and finding and looking for these experiences. Yep. And um, after Escarpment, you did you do man have you done manitows so i think that was no i haven't so i think that was 2018 and then 2019 i really ramped it up because then that was i went down for the north face 50 did that one and then after that i think was a twisted branch but i signed up i signed up for grindstone before i did twisted branch because i just i'm also a I'm a big fan of the sport, so I'm a sucker for all the YouTube videos and all the podcasts. So, you know, I, you know, I'm watching Billy Yang and watching all these videos, and I signed up for grind for the hundred grindstone before I'd even done the hundred k, just because I'm an idiot. And then I went into Twisted Branch, and it just completely smacked me on my butt. Like it was just thirty miles of pain cave there at the end, but I still enjoyed it. Still like the challenge of it and it's a beautiful course. So I'm coming yeah. back for so it. We're, so we're going to pause on twisted for a minute because, <laughs> because Allison, you paced <laughs> I did. at twisted, right? I did. And you ran with him from Bud Valley to the end. She had a great experience. <laughs> so tell me about your twisted experience, Allison. It was not a great experience. <laughs> Tom just said it was a great experience. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really mean that. <laughs> uh, it was eye-opening for me as far as, like, it was an eye-opening experience for the, the ultra And was that, was that was the my, fir- your first ultra that you had been at? I had spectated him before, but not like in this, this was different. Like you go to Menden and you don't really see much. Right. And then you pace twisted branch. So I crewed in the crude form in the beginning and then pacing with him. Yeah. was definitely, I think really the pacing experience was what was the difference than being a spectator or crewing. Well, so, and, and I think, had you ever had a pacer in a race? Yeah, Sean Before, Oh, Sean. Did, okay, so it was North a friend. Yeah. Sean had done North Face with him, and we did not go to that one. Um, but uh, so I asked him. Super positive. Beforehand, you know, <laughs> I wanted, you know, a clear. I wanted to clearly be told, like, what he expected from me. As a pacer, communication theme again. (laughs) Yeah, and he really didn't give me an answer. He was just very wishy-washy about it, and you know, so I had to basically come up with my own job description. With you know, based on 
all these all these YouTube videos he's had me watch <laughs> along the way. Um, you know, so I thought that my role was to be positive and to keep him moving forward and, you know, and help him, you know, finish as yeah, fast and well job. as he could, you know. But it really, on that day, that's not what he wanted from me. <laughs> like, okay. um, so for the record, for those listening, Tom finished in the daylight. He ran 1542. It's pretty good. Pretty good. And if we think about that, he said there's a lot of walking and 30 miles of slogging. What were you telling him to do? So, you know, I, I guess, so, you know, my understanding was that, yeah, like everybody walks up the uphills, right? So that we walked up the uphills, but when we were going downhill, I was encouraging him to run (laughs) and he was not having it. (laughs) (laughs) So as a pacer, you were encouraging him to pick up the pace. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Right. But he's not in a place where he's receptive. Yeah. He was in a dark place. He was having a bad day and he was, yeah. And you know, and, and honestly, I think it was just not a good dynamic for us like well, other than um, running other than running with your husband how was the race <laughs> it was good like I, <laughs> but i mean i because him i i walked a lot of it <laughs> other than um, other than that miss lincoln how did you enjoy the play <laughs> <laughs> well and you know too I was training for something at the time, so me pacing him for that was sort of my long run for the day, and (laughs) I'm a little OCD with my training plans, and so the fact that we were walking all of it was messing up my long run for the day, (laughs) but but no, but I put that aside. I was, yeah. Well, you were trying to get I was trying, trying, to, get trying him, to crack to jokes. Him. I was trying to get him moving. And uh but yeah, I think it, but then I spent like a good portion of it going like I'm never doing this again. I'm never doing this again. I'm never, <laughs> like in my head. I'm never doing this again. Like um I think Tom just needs his friends to be his pacers because it wasn't a, the bottom line is I think it just wasn't a good dynamic for our Marriage. Sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, why is she being so mean to me? <laughs> I I feel like I saw you guys at Lake David, and I believe Tom, your quote was, "This might be the last day of my marriage." <laughs> he was just so. I don't know, grumpy and angry. And I was being so chipper and positive, Chris. I was so happy to see you because you were like laughing and joking. Like, like, meanwhile, my jokes were falling flat on this guy. Like, well, I also had like, I had a bit of a scare at mile 30 something where like, I don't know, like, I don't know. I think it's like, if you get like too run down or like dehydrated and lack of salt, like I hadn't done this, figured out the salt thing yet. Like, and like, it felt like my heart did a thing where like, it's like, if you take a swallow, that's too big and it like 
you can just feel it go down your throat. Like I had something with my heart like that. So like, but of course he mentioned none the, of this to me. And I was like <laughs> thinking like about that. it, but I didn't want yeah. to tell he, Ellison he, about he, it. Cause I'm like, thought he had a I, cardiac event, but yeah. didn't mention it. I to me. Like, it was like, all right, so stop, sit down, like lay down. Like I'm like having some really bad thoughts. Like I didn't know what was going on, but like, I didn't want to tell Allison that during the race because I'm like, if she knows, she's going to make me stop. Like, <laughs> she's never going to let me run again. <laughs> like, Do you think you just might have passed a bit of bacon or something? <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. Luckily, I don't think I've, I haven't had an event like that since then. And I do think it was just like, I got, you know, the signal to my, my, my like, your nervous system wasn't working well enough just because I had like such low salt levels or whatever. So. But yeah, so for the record, that, Tom does not work in the medical profession. <laughs> <laughs> that's the story, and he's sticking to it. Yes. He's a mechanical engineer. Yeah. It's, it's got electrolytes. <laughs> his pump. It's what planes crave. <laughs> his, his his pump had a clog. That's all. You just your pump had to work through a clog. Did you did you swap out your carburetor and then everything worked fine? Yeah. So, yeah, and and I feel like I took a very telling picture of your twisted branch day. <laughs> like and well, we'll definitely that will be part of the show art. So people will get to see how you felt on that day. I looked I looked bad and I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> but again, 1542 got you a Western States ticket. For sure. Yep. And you you put the put the ticket right in the hat. Yep. And then you went and ran Grindstone. Yep. And that was awesome because it was cool. It was, you know. The only race in your life. Oh, yeah. Tell me how hot Twisted was. Go ahead. It wasn't that bad. I thought it was hot. I remember he, it just okay. like, like there was this threat of rain at first. And I'm like, please it rain. It wasn't please that rain. bad. For being the middle of August, he really lucked out. It was an overcast day. <laughs> it even rained a little bit. Like you couldn't have asked for a better day in the middle of August. I've been at all the twisted branches time. <laughs> it it was, wasn't a dry heat. It was it was a fairly decent day. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe not all of his races are as hot as he's you might be that's, catching a that's what we're getting here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then you roll into Grindstone. Now Grindstone has been canceled because of hurricanes more than once. I was so scared that week. Because the forecast was like 90s the whole week. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to die. And then the night before, or like the night of the race. Oh, it was like really it was warm hot at the, start. the night before. It yeah. was really hot the night before. I felt like I was like laying in a tent full of sweat. Like yeah. it was really humid. And all the bugs were like, we're going to eat you tomorrow. They're like singing their song. Um, I was down there with Jamie Hobbs. And, and we didn't see each other the night before. Right. You had your crew of clowns whatever the heck they were doing <laughs> we well we lucked out because uh dusty lives down close to there so we drove down sean and i drove down to his house with josh and then then we went from state of dusty's house and then we drove up that morning to finish the trip so right right came lucky. in nice and fresh lucky yep. and uh it was like 55 degrees and cloudy yeah it was awesome it was, it was a little warm at the start, and then it cooled down overnight. <laughs> All right, but yeah, it was it was. You couldn't ask for better weather weather for Grindstone. You read race reports of people getting like 
hurricanes, you get like the crazy heat. And Scotty Jacobs said he will never get those 31 hours of his life back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those were, but that course is amazing. Like, oh, it was, I I ran 20 with Jamie and it was beautiful. Yeah. Like, loved it. Yep. Uh, every bit of it, every step was well. Not the step coming down the that power cutout and that gravel like around mile oh. 80, 88, 90 ish. Yeah, like, I remember coming down that with oof. no quads and yeah, being, that was that had to have been. I was only coming down with like ten, twelve miles, but yeah, woof, that had to be rough if you're ninety in, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'd say that race went good to about like 80, high 80s. And then that last mountain we had to go up and go down. That's, I fell apart a bit on that. I had to do a reset halfway up that one and wish, and it was Sean. And I was just like, yep, here, you're, we're not going until you eat these gels. And then <laughs> we got reset and then we got going again. So good food at grindstone aid stations. Yeah. Burritos and scrambled eggs yep. and all sorts egg, of stuff. I saw yep. some egg muffins rolling yep. around. Yeah. Some yeah good they had food some real there. chefs working that, that race. Oh yeah. They, they have a competition down there. They're yeah. all trying to, they're all trying to outdo each other. They're even pushing food on the pacers. Like, cause nice. they know runners don't want it. Like they're like, dude, I don't want your giant burrito right now. And they're yeah. like, well, what about your pacers? You know, your pacers want it. Yeah. No, great food down there. Yeah, the people were really Except nice for at in the finish. Station. Weird no food at the finish. Like a strange cafeteria thing going on there. But yeah, for sure. Love that race. Yeah. It was really fun. I can move the showers a little closer to the end, too. <laughs> <laughs> that half a mile walk up the hill to the showers is a little rough at the end. Yeah, well, you got to earn it. You <laughs> That's know. right. Got to earn it. Um, and then Dusty, because of his local connections, you guys found a pizza afterwards i I was eating gruel and you guys found pizzas that's pretty great but um let's i mean your first hundred miler great experience it's grindstone yeah and you did 26 hours yeah pretty good pretty good and at this point you didn't know you still got your tickets sitting in the hat nobody's touching it yet you're just like hey tell me if i'm in western states or not but now you got 100k and you got a, a hundred miler and that, at that time, though, I thought I had no shot of getting into well, West. You don't. Now. You're a first year. Why do you have any kind of shot? Exactly. He assured me when he registered that he had no chance of getting in. People that listen to the podcast, they know the first years. Jason Mintz was on there going, "Yeah, I got a ticket in, um, but I want to get like five years, five hundreds under my belt before I actually get in." Yep, you're in. Jamie Hobbs is like, yeah, I'm in. I'm going to have a baby this year, though, so I'd rather not be. Nope, you're in. You know, like that's that's yeah. just the way it goes. Yep. Like, you know, if you're a first year and you're like, I'm psyched, I'm ready, I got it all good, I got yeah. a plan. No, you're not getting in. You're waiting seven years. You're you're not getting in until you got more tickets than, our, than anybody else, and then you're getting in, you know. Yep. But, uh, yeah, first year, they yes. pull your name. Yep, just I got. I'm, I was actually watching it on the laptop in the kitchen, <laughs> eating breakfast, and we we're you just start watching screaming them. from the kitchen. <laughs> yep, I don't. Or, I probably can't say what he was screaming. Oh, are this you? is not a child's program. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just I'm upstairs and I hear holy shit, holy shit, holy <laughs> shit, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, thinking he's burning down the kitchen. And I'm like, I'm running down. <laughs> Tom, what'd yeah. you screw up this time? <laughs> exactly. 
But no, there you are. <laughs> yeah. You're in Western States. Yeah, I felt like the luckiest person in the world. Yeah. Yep, for a few months. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, better uh, get a plan together. Yep. Start getting a plan together. Yep. And out Train comes, through the winter. Out yep. comes the carpet. Yep. And then I was like, well, I guess... Start, we had the plan together. Yeah. We had, I mean, by the time the carpet was we pulled out, yeah. we had flights booked, place arrangements made. Like, I mean, yeah, we had. Did did we have it planned or did you I have mean, it Let's planned? be honest. I had it planned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the planner in this relationship. I'm the only reason anything <laughs> happens. <laughs> well, I mean, Tom's legs do the work. I'm, well, the, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the catalyst. I put the ideas out there, put the tickets in the drum and you know, all that sort of thing. So, And I take care of all the logistics. <laughs> right. But Grindstone, like... Before Grindstone happens, so he's got his Western States ticket in the hat, and you're running marathons, right? You're not, you're, so what is the time, what marathon, what marathon qualified you for Boston? Uh, The wine glass. Okay, so in October. Right, but not October 2019. 2018. uh, 2018, because that, because Boston's year window is like middle of September, middle of September. Rochester used to be well, Rochester Marathon was well known as being the last Boston qualifier. Okay, um, right. And was also well known as being a very high rate for Boston qualifications. Fast fast one, too. Once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so, side editors, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so fall 2018, I was past, you know, the registration cutoff for running the race in 2019. So yeah, so I was, yeah, a a yeah. year and a half in yeah. the making of you know being excited and looking forward to running right. Right. my so first Boston. Yeah. So you're like, we're going to Boston in April, and he's like, by the way, we're going to California. Yeah. In June. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, you you were saying that you are also because we're talking about your training for New York City, so you are in the lottery for New York City, right? So that lottery drawing was after the Western States drawing. Right. So yeah, so I mean, his odds of getting picked for Western States were negligible, yeah. and he got picked, and then. I can't remember how much later. It was probably like a month or so later when the drawing was for New York. And I put in for that lottery for several years. And uh, But I really wanted to do the next one because it was it's, uh, the 50th. Yep. Their 50th yep. um, race. So I uh, really wanted to do In fact, I had already decided if I didn't get in by the lottery, I was going to do a charity bib because I wanted to do the 50th so bad because I'd been wanting to do New York for several years anyway. And um, yeah. And, and because it was the 50th, like they had just record numbers of people registering in the lottery. So the, the odds of me getting picked were pretty negligible too. Um, And lo and behold, I got in. So, you know, and I, I jinxed us all because I was like, you know, uh, when is the other shoe going to drop? We've like, gotten 2020 is going to be an we, awesome year. It That's was right. going to be an awesome year, but I, I was paranoid. Like, yeah, like this is, this is too perfect. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. 
2020 is going to make and, and then, 2020 and then is make 2019 <laughs> look like 20, yeah. <laughs> 2001. Yep. So, so yeah, it all like it was all lined up, yep, right? Trips. Yeah, we were going to be happy. We had the RBOs, everything reserved. arrangements yeah. made for all of the trips. We had. A whole like really all the big cans year. were cashed in. All the four hundred one k's were empty. Yeah. <laughs> like whole big year plan. We've been eating rice and beans for months now. <laughs> <laughs> we're ready to go. Yeah, um, and then it didn't happen. Yeah, and we were actually on a mountain. Tom and I were doing uh, with our with our friends. We do a yearly winter camping trip, and granted, we were a little late. It was March. Um, It also wasn't quite winter anymore. (laughs) It was a little bit. Mostly winter. There was some snow, mostly deer poop, but there was snow. And we were on the side of Ampersand Mountain and all the texts start coming. School's canceled on Monday. You know, works are canceled. Everything's closed. But I'd actually, we had known before that that weekend the trip of you guys that well in that yeah. Boston at that time. Cause I think it was like that Thursday or Friday before that weekend trip that they had, they hadn't canceled it. They had postponed it to the fall was like what they no. officially did at first. Um, but that weekend but, it went from like a news story, like something that the news was covering to all of a sudden, okay, it's here and yeah. everything yeah. real is getting canceled. But it was, crushing for me because i mean that i mean it was only like five weeks away like yeah and i had trained all winter all winter and and pulaski uh, winters are nothing pulaski <laughs> winters are not for the faint of heart yeah we get a lot of lake effect snow it can be really brutal we do not have a treadmill for both of us being runners we do not have a treadmill because well, one, we really don't have a good place in our house to put it, but honestly, like neither one of us like running on treadmills. So, um, I, I had done all of my running outside in the brutal cold winter and I had had a great training cycle. I had not missed a single run, which is, you know, tough to do with the weather and, um, yeah, with winter weather, that's tough to do for with a winter training cycle um, yeah. to not, besides life, but not to have weather, like keep you from running some days. But uh, yeah, I was feeling great. I was so excited. And then I was, I mean, I know with COVID, it's well, no, because the first world problem. There was much well, no, worse. it was an entire there, world. Well, yeah, <laughs> right, right. But I mean, but uh, not being able to run the Boston Marathon was, was the first world problem. But well, uh, having something that you work towards and then yeah. having it taken and it away. was you know years in the making. You know, right. with especially with qualifying like a and, year and a half before. And, and Tom were Tom and I were actually talking about it on the trail because we were saying like, yeah, Boston. Allison, it's not going to happen. It's rough. And then he's like, and I got Western States kicking out there in June, you know, and you know, at the point it was like a possibility. Hopefully they figure it out before then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How little we knew. (laughs) How naively optimistic we were. Right. And so, but at that time, were you still thinking like, okay, we're going to go to California or were you already like starting to hedge a little bit? Oh, I mean, we were 
definitely hedging. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, everything. Yeah. 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 But, but New York, certainly New York being in next November was going to be fine. Right. Well, I mean, you know, cause even initially, like, like I said, Boston didn't cancel it. They postponed it till September. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was hopefully optimistic that, so, I mean, I, you know, once I <laughs> wiped away the tears and pulled myself together, I pulled out the calendar and figured out, okay, when do I start this training cycle over again for the September date? And, uh. So, yeah, we were. I mean, we, yeah, I think we knew Western states was like, you know, maybe at that time, but certainly by the fall, everything will be fine, right? It's got to be. <laughs> yeah. And so a lot of runners, they say a lot of runners run to cope with stress and disappointment and grief. And so did you just go down a running tunnel? Tom, did you? I just, did. I yeah. went FKT all the way. I was just like <laughs> yeah. looking at FKTs. We went up to the Rondacks, ran like the Sixers and stuff, right? So, yeah. Uh, and Luke went. Luke was running with me, so Luke and I ran like a like we did a a marathon, just the on Strava sort of thing. Luke so. is our son. Yeah. yeah. Well, we covered that earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think, think we named him before. Uh, I think I, I, think oh, I okay. did. Yeah. But then I, but then I put a marker, but then Tom said it was all right. Cause he kept throwing it out there. Okay. And so now Luke's on a, on record here. So we're good. So uh, for me, it's more like first known times more than fastest known times, yeah, right. but, but still, I mean like just seeing those out there, like even if you can't beat them, it's still fun to go out and, run those same routes and see what you can do against some of the best, you know, and see. Yeah. But you just started doing going out into the woods. Yep. Right. Yep. You and most of the people in the North country started, <laughs> started finding the, finding the woods. But yeah, that's yeah, right. Just going, going deep in, going deep into the woods. More exploring. Yeah. yeah. And Allison, did you just start running more miles or what, what you were, you stuck to your training plan planning on September? Yeah. So I, you know, um, uh, you know, at first, like I took a yeah step back from the training plan I was doing. I, I mean, I was close to tapering. So, I mean, I really was at the peak. Um, so I, the first like week or two, I was, you know, when you're kind of in denial, like I couldn't, I couldn't let go. So I, I really kind of continued with the plan for like another week or so, like, just cause it was just hard to let it go. <laughs> um, but then I, yeah, I did. And I really, you know, kind of fell into like a funk. Well, I mean, I think we all did and it was just kind of shock, like, because yeah. Yeah. I mean, not only was the race canceled, but then by that time, like we were all schools were closed. Our kids were home. Like it was then like, happened, right? yeah, like the whole, yeah, the whole thing the whole world fell apart. So, um, I was still, you know, kind of getting out and running, but, uh, um, yeah, but really kind of, well, there was definitely no there joy. Was, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. it was weird. It was unstructured, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Unstructured and weird. And, yeah. um, so if we would, let's, let's not dwell on a dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to set, like, it wasn't like, uh, all right, well, you know, everything's normal. I'm going to keep doing this thing or, you know, like 
Yeah, we'll still run because that's yeah. what we do. But I wasn't able to like like Tom. I mean, granted, his whole thing with the FKTs like that wasn't initially like that was more like it. You know, when summer hit, like he he was able to like pivot and and find like I don't know joy and meaning in these chasing these FKTs. Whereas I I couldn't like I was like this is you know I was a little more stuck in what I. Yeah, there's no what races. I, what I wanted to do, like, and I wanted to do marathons, and I, and I liked the big city ones, and I, there was nothing like what I wanted to do was totally off the table, and yeah. Um, so now we we're wrapping around to the calendar, right? And we're realizing yeah. like things are starting to happen, vaccines are coming out. But nothing's really being announced, right? Like nothing. Yeah. Like now at that point, as we're crossing into 2021, are you thinking like, okay, all of these races, I'm getting into all these things. I got to get my act together this year, Tom. For 2021, I was assuming Western States was going to happen, at least as far as like training and everything and trying to get it lined up. But in terms like the planning and reserving places and all the logistics of getting out to the West coast and doing that race. Like that was all much, a much slower process the second year because we didn't know what was going to happen. And- well, yeah. Cause, well, I mean, you say you were sure, but actually we, we weren't sure for a long time. Like well, we weren't sure, but I'm winter. Like we didn't really know, if but I was, was gonna- running and training, like oh, assuming yeah, the race was going like to happen. You, were, you yeah. couldn't, you couldn't wait. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's April. So Get like the running piece was like, all right, it's going to happen. Go. But from the trip planning and all yeah, that, yeah. there was like, well, we'll wait and see, see what happens and see if it opens up. And if we really get to go. Yeah. But yeah. But in late winter, um, you know, even though the vaccine was out, like things still were not looking good. So, mm-hmm. and so I, I didn't really think that like these big, that like Boston and New York, like I really felt like there was a very good chance that they were not going to happen again. Well, in and, Boston, you have to train through the winter because it happens in April. Right, right. Well, they had already though through the winter, like it was, even like la- last fall, they had already said it definitely wasn't going to happen in April. Like you know, um, but whether so, they had already if it was going to happen, it was going to be you know in the fall. Um, gotcha. But even then I was like really I was really skeptical that it that they you know were going to happen again this year <laughs> and that's what led me to Virgil Crest and these plans for my first ultra because yeah right around February well I mean you know February even in a normal year I tend to like kind of get depressed I you know Yes, have a really hard time come like toward the end of win- end of winter, and so just for my mental health, I needed something on the calendar that had a decent likelihood of happening that I could you know start planning and training for, and uh, and and trail races seemed to be the place to look. Yeah, cause because I had road gotten- races were tougher, harder. 
to pull off, like in this COVID world and trail races were. And you watched me do Cayuga trails that small. summer. Yeah, yeah. Tom had done one in the summer yeah. down in the Ithaca area. Like same folks that yeah. put on same folks that put on Virgil. Yep. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. You know, with the, the with the yeah. staggered starts or what did they call it? Where only a few people were starting yep. at a time. And, you know, they just trail races just seemed like the. They were safer and actually yeah, more probable. safer in this COVID world, so more probable to happen. So, yeah. So I started looking for a race. Virgil Crest was kind of close to home, and uh, so yeah. So whenever, I whenever so you're I searching sign, for meaning yeah. in life, the devil shows up on your shoulder. Well, the other one. So, there, was- so I sign up. I pick a training plan. I get the whole plan out, and then the next thing I know, Boston is happening. Oh yeah. And I, well, because Boston wasn't a sure thing. We weren't deferred. Like, you had to register and qualify again. And it was a smaller field this year. Oh. So it was uh, a tougher it was a qualifying cut. It was a too bad, so sad for Boston. Like, you were just out. Well, so, yeah. Well, so you weren't deferred. So for New York, you could get deferred. You yeah. weren't, you weren't guaranteed to get to run it. The I next really year, but you were rolled, guaranteed to get to run it at least sometime in the next few years. I thought they rolled over all the Boston nope. times to the next year. Well, they, so, you know, normally there's like the one year win, window of your qualifying time, um, like mid September to mid September. And then they have the registration for the following April. Um, so they, uh, they did let you use your older times. So that was the major exception. Um, you, because, I mean, people, you, you know, the in the previous year, there were not many people could run qualifying times because there were hardly any races. Um, so they did let, let people use the older qualifying. So I did get to use that. My wine glass race from 2018 <laughs> um, was still my qualifying time when I registered for for this year's. Gotcha. Um, and so that, that same um, BQ time is what got me in. So you got okay. a 2018 qualifying 2018 time qualifying using for time. a 2021 race. Yeah. Wow. That's how you can well, do it for Disney races is what I hear. You yeah. can do the same thing. And here's my dark secret that if any of your listeners didn't get into Boston this year is I aged up. Oh. And that's really what, <laughs> what saved me because so many people – it, they base your your time on how old you'll be on race day, um, and and actually, if Boston had happened in April this year, you would, I probably wouldn't have gotten in because my birthday is in May. But I had a birthday that um, that will put me in a different age bracket for this Tricky. fall. So, well, we all know actually, we all know the way to get into Boston is to get older. It is that is the secret. <laughs> I but but for me, I I don't think I'll be able to get old enough to get into yeah, Boston. I don't, I don't think I can get old enough fast enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna run out. I'm gonna run out of years. You know, so. Uh, but you that's never know. okay. You never know. You never know. Uh, of course, it doesn't sound like that's. My three, your goal, my three forty one. I mean, I don't. I like a nice road marathon. I mean, I yeah. ran. Okay. I did Philly two years ago just cause, just for grins and giggles, you know. Just cause. Nice. Ran. I like. So the way I like the marathon, you know, is to be, a couple of years ago, that was the year that like I wanted to do it. 
at the last minute. And I had some other running friends that I was trying to talk and I'm like, I got this crazy idea. Does anybody want to just sign up and go to like Philly? And I know I was barking up the wrong tree. You could have hopped in with us. We had a whole crew went down there. Did you? But uh, that's how I like to do the marathons. That's like my new gig for marathons is like, okay, you want to pick a city somewhere on the East Coast and we get six to eight people to go and we run a house and it's like real world, but for runners, you know, <laughs> like where foam rollers start getting real, you know, that kind of thing. That's that's the way I like to do it. I think that's really fun. You go down on like a Thursday or something. You have a couple of days in the house. You run the marathon. You have the night after, and then you drive home. Sounds I like think a fun time. That I think that's great. You're gonna and, have to put me on your invite list the next yeah. time you do that. And the marathon is like you know, yeah, three to five hours of the weekend, but everything else around it, you know, that's how I like to do them. Yeah. So sounds like fun. That's how I did DC, you know, and it, and it's uh it was really kind of a makings of my friend Laura. Like, what year did you do the Marine Corps? No, Washington oh. DC rock and roll. Marathon. Oh, okay. No, I've not done Marine Corps because okay, I did Marine Corps in 2017. Mm. I was going to say, were you there the same time? <laughs> I think I did 2018 DC and 2019 Philly. So 2017 DC, maybe even I. You know what time? I didn't know you were a secret time is runner a, too. I thought you I were have, more about the ultras. I have done trails. five marathons. I've done two Rochester marathons on the OG course. I've done yeah, and then New York, uh, Washington DC, and Philly. Those are my five marathons. And more to come. Nice. Yeah, I did a few marathons while training for Twisted. The un, you know, unrecorded. did you get into New York by the lottery? I did. No, I did a charity. I did, did a team uh, healthy kids. So nice. action, action for healthy kids. Um, and yeah, I did uh, did some fundraising and kind of, you know, it was one of those things where I was like. Actually, yeah, doing some fundraising, you know, buying some uh, some lunches and some vegetables. And, and Team Healthy Kids is super cool. Like, uh, you know, that whole idea uh, of being able to provide activity and programs for kids and everything like that. And so I was like, yeah, I'll do I'll do that. And my my donation to the thing was what it would have cost me to get an entry into New York City. You know, yeah. so like I, I, I donated my entry and then a little bit more to make up the difference right, <laughs> right before the fundraising gap, you know, right before the end, I had to, I was like, put a little bit more in, you know, but, uh, it was great. I, I had a, a great time. Got to hang out with Dean Carnassus. That was kind of cool, nice. you know, and just, uh, kind of, I, uh, but what happened was I ran Rochester a couple weeks before that. <laughs> so I sort of, that was my, my second marathon and then i did new york city as my third so i sort of use new york city as like a you know a capper on the year you know like ah you know that's an aggressive yeah. schedule yeah and um i i just walk through the aid stations yeah it's different than walking through the aid stations at rochester or any other marathon the aid stations are like a mile long. <laughs> so when you're walking through the aid stations, you're doing a lot of walking, you know? So 
Anyways, yeah, I do, I do, I dabble on the roads. Nice. You know, my heart is in the trails, but I don't discriminate. I'll run whatever. I've even been on the track once in a while. <laughs> so there. Yeah, and I'm, on a treadmill. I'm hoping we get some good weather for Virgil and yeah. Allison really <laughs> clings to the trails. Well, I think Out of Bounds just kind of was a rough start and kind of turned you off the trails for a while. Yeah. I think it never rains at Virgil, so she's going to be fine. Yeah. All right. So let's get let's get to the uh, let's get to the to the meat of this pudding. Something. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, that's right. We haven't <laughs> talked about Western states yet, have we? No, we may have to do another one. To really get into <laughs> it. But uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how much Tom can stomach. <laughs> we got to do it while I remember it. Yeah. So okay. So it happens. Right, You're, the first the first of your three goal races is happening. So you you're going out to Western States. You have got a bad taste in your mouth from Twisted. So you're out <laughs> you're out in Western States, and you're telling Tom you're on your own. Right? Is that kind of? I that's not at all how I would <clears throat> phrase it. Um, <laughs> I I you just, told me. I believe you I said, just was not going to be pacing. I was not going to be part of the pacing group. I believe you told me he's going to go run, and Nora and I are going to have a <laughs> California vacation. Uh, was that on the yeah. record? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember saying it quite like that. I don't record all of our we, conversations. Nora and I were very much part of the race weekend. Well, you ended up being more involved than you planned on because, like, the, well, the so, crew was very into, like, they were oh very excited God. about going out there, right? Not and, so much oh, into yeah. crewing. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were. They So the most important thing is they were up on time and ready for the race the next morning. <laughs> they were there. As shot, the like, they, night before. But they, they were out there, like, trying to get up to the escarpment the day before and exploring some different areas. With, they took my son with them, so they were all out. They checking were all that running and hiking and going out to dinner and like all the night before the race. Yeah. So like Tom had already gone to bed and before they had even come home and like, I had like, <laughs> so they didn't even really know like what, so Elson was what that. their racer needed from them at the eights, like the plan. Like, <laughs> but as you as you said, he doesn't really communicate that very well. That's anyway. true too. But I was able to communicate with Allison, and then yeah. <laughs> when Allison, when so they when got they home, finally yeah. got home that night, I sat them down and told them what <laughs> what was what. So, how was your training leading up? to Western. You feel like it was good? You feel it, like was it was as much as I could do given everything else outside of running, right? Like with all the life stuff, the work stuff, kids stuff, like family stuff. So I ran, you know, mornings before work on roads a lot of times. And then on the weekends, I try to either go up the Winona Forest or go down the Syracuse and hit Green Lakes or hit Labrador Hollow. Labrador Hollow is really where I relied on getting the vertical in. It's a it's a beautiful area, you know, just south of Syracuse. So, um, you know, I probably made four or five trips down there, but it's like an hour each way. So, but I thought it went pretty well. Started having a little knee soreness towards the end, but you know, really can't complain. The the sign of a good training, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, oh, the, it's starting to hurt. Yep. You know, oh, but yep. we're done training. The tapered niggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's starting to hurt. Oh, yep. great, it's over. Yep. Right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never got that with any marathon that I've ever tried. I've I barely made it to the finish or start line of any marathon. I'm like, okay, I'm here. 
I'm here. Oh. I'm done. <sighs> well, like you said, I I was super lucky, right? Because how many people get a year and a half or two years to train for Western State? So uh, nobody I, ever. I got, <laughs> I got a lot of time in to be able to do that. So yeah, worked out pretty good. So you went in there with some confidence. Yeah, you had a crew. You had yeah, Dusty, and you had Sean, you had Luke, Josh. Josh, yep, like yep. you had a crew. Yeah, full on crew. They were all excited, had fun. You know, it's great. Um, they did a great job, like, you know, everything during the race. They did great. Um, but like before the race, like they were all just as geeked out as I was, like to meet different people. I'm a little more like shy about like going up and talking to people. Whereas like, like the, all of us who are adults, like the crew were like, Oh, should we should we ask Jim Walmsley to say hi or should we talk mm-hmm. to him or not? We're all just like standing there and then Luke just goes over and grabs him and he's like, Hey, would you mind taking a picture with us? And <laughs> so we all like lined up, got pictures with like with Jim Walmsley, talked to him for a little bit, super nice, talked to Jared Hazen, like we're just like meeting all these people and it was it was really cool. Like Yeah, you told me you were a little fanboyed out at the oh, expo. Yeah. yeah, so the the first day was good. The second day, like like I was just like, all right, I need to like chill. Cause I just felt like anxiety just from like seeing all these people that I knew, like I kind of wanted to say hi, but they're, you know, I'd also didn't want to be a nuisance and annoying. So, um, I ended up just like going down like a, where you exit registration and going to lay down and I go down there and it's like Jamil and Billy Yang, like having a conversation. I'm just trying to like chill and yeah. So it was a lot of, uh, so you're doing a little spying, but but like you got your hat over your eyes. Yeah, like, I was I'm like sleeping? laying down in the corner with my hat over my eyes, exactly. And they're over there talking. I'm like, should I go say hi? Should I not? Like, say thank Billy for all the videos that inspired me, and ended up just like just trying to chill out and prepare for the next day. But right, it wasn't very relaxing. So. Right. But now, it was it was really cool to see all those people, and they were all super nice. And then at the end. Like we got to meet AJW and he is just like, you know, the nicest person in the world takes you aside, starts talking about, well, what have you run? What, what's your plan for tomorrow? Oh, you ran a 26 hour grindstone. Yeah. I think you could get that 24. You should definitely go after that. Meanwhile. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't say, I didn't like, say it was 55 degrees. Yeah. You didn't well, he was say like, was, I was there in 2019. Oh yeah. 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 So. Yeah. You didn't say it was like half the temperature yeah, yeah. of yep. Western state. For sure. Now this race, you can legitimately say was hot. Yeah. This one will give you right. You would agree. Allison. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. It was crazy hot that I was, I was honestly extremely anxious, like just for his safety and health. Like you're going to um, run to a yeah. place called devil's thumb and it's 105 <laughs> degrees. Yeah. It was, but yeah, my goal into going into it was like, all right, I'm going to be conservative and run smart in the first half. I'm going to get to forest Hill and I'm going to be able to run it in. I'm not, I'm not going to be a train wreck like I am in a lot of races, but right. the course didn't care what I thought or what my plan was. Yeah. So let's, let's go that way. The start line. Pretty awesome. Oh, right? awesome. The countdown, the gunshot, yep. the, the whole thing. Get up good. the escarpment, the sunrise. You're going up through like fields of like wildflowers during a sunrise. Like it is just, it's epic. Like getting it through that first part. It's quite a bit of part. a hot start though, right? You're going straight up yeah, the mountain. Straight up. Yep. Squaw Valley ain't, ain't up. So even though you're, you're saying like, be smart, take it easy. There's a lot of people there and yeah. you know, it's a lot of vert. 
Yeah, Squaw Valley ain't ain't Swain. No, (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely not Labrador Hollow. (laughs) So how did you how did you you took that in stride and you did you do a bunch of hiking up to the top or did you actually try to run it down? No, I did a lot of hiking. I tried to be smart, get up to the pass, and get some running in the the highlands. Then hit the downhill. Then as soon as you know crest it, I took in the sunrise and then I turned around and then you know then it was just running. Try to run within myself. And now you ran. Now you ran with a handheld and a gel in the little pocket, right? Just That's the best it. for the first part. <laughs> okay. Yep. And I had like, yeah. So I had um, stuff to goo in your kangles. <laughs> yeah. I started with a couple of gels and a waffle, and then I was like, all right, then I'll get to the aid station. All I've heard about is like the magical aid stations of Western states and how much fuel they're going to have and all this, this and that. And I get there and it's like, yeah, could I get a couple of goo gels? And they're like, um, we don't have any of those here. We have this new liquid goo that is like this new packet that they have. And I'm like, oh boy. So took some natural food. I think I grabbed um, something else. Like, maybe, yeah, I tried the liquid goo and that, that wasn't for me. So yeah, my, I was... I started up my lack of preparation definitely hit me like at the first aid station with not having the proper fuel and I was doing the tailwind. So I had like bags of tailwind with me. And so I'm like transferring that spilling it. And then I went on and, um, that first stretch after it was the first aid station, I think it was red star. And then you're, you're going up to the next one and it, it's, it's exposed and it was hot and they didn't have ice at the first aid station either, which I had thought they were going to. And, um, definitely, Definitely started off a lot hotter than I thought it would be. Right. But but you're still running. You're doing yep. well. No, yeah. First first thirties, doing well, doing good. Um, you know, training. Now a marathon is where you can finally meet up with your crew. And you were sort of hoping they'd be there. Yeah. And they were. They were, yeah. Hooray. Yep. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> gotta be a little nerve wracking when you're like because I, I know from crewing Western when the race starts, like you don't have time as a crew. Normally in an ultra, you got time. You're like, da, 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 whatever. No, you have uh, at Western States, you're driving three and a half hours to get to the first aid station. Like you're getting, and it's, and it's almost shorter to run, you know, for some of the faster people, right? Like we got there and we had maybe 10, 15 minutes before we saw Jim come through, yep. you know, and this is the year that Jim broke, broke the record for the first time, yep. you know, and made, made the new record 14. Um, yeah. They just missed Jim. I believe they didn't even see Jim yeah, come through there. Cause it, it takes, it's a long drive. <laughs> like, and so you're like right on the stick. So, I mean, obviously for, for mid packs, like they'll, they'll be yep. there in time for you provided they can find it and then yep. haul the gear up and you know, and it's a long, it's like a two mile climb up to that aid station. And then you get there and you know, they were really cool. Josh was like away from like where they were set up kind of further down the trail. So he was like, yeah, we're right up here. Yeah, so scout and then you got, yep. yeah. so he let me know that they were there and everything was good. So then I went into the aid station, got my ice, got some fuel and like, the way they were doing aid stations in the Western States, you know, obviously they don't have the bowl of M&Ms, you know, anymore. So it's, they give you like those little cardboard containers that like you, you would get like it with fries at like a, at a, an event. Right. So it's a little cardboard cut or paper tray and they would tell, ask you, what do you want? And then you would point to it and then they would put it in the container and then you would take it out of huh. and eat it. So interesting. Yeah. And then, but it worked pretty well. 
but I think I probably ate less because I I felt like if they're giving it to me, then I'm gonna I don't want to take more than I would. You know, and then I didn't want to waste it. You're the absolute wrong person for something (laughs) like that. Because you're like, I'll just have no, I'll just have two goldfish. That's I I I don't want to trouble you. That's how I was, and (laughs) it definitely didn't help my cause. I don't want to trouble you for any more goldfish. (laughs) Like it's okay. Take care of this person. Yep. I'm just gonna go over here and die. Well, that's, you know. But I remember walking away from many aid station thinking I should have asked for more food. Stupid <laughs> time. Yeah. Because I would take the food, leave the aid station, and then go, you know, where the crew was set up and hang out with them. So. Yeah. And you're like, I got this. Yeah. Little pittance. I got two half of salt potatoes. <laughs> oh, and that's unfortunate. But, but again, like when I saw you around, when I watching, you know, uh, online, Around mile 30, 35, you were still hovering at like 24 hour pace. Like I was trying to hang, I, you know, I didn't want to be ahead of it, but I wanted to be within touch of it. So if I had a good second, if it got cold, if it cooled down at night or something (laughs) like that, right? Like just in case case you get a second wind. Well, everybody says, well, you know, hold it together through the high country and the canyons. Then you hit the bat, the back end and you, you, it's, it's runnable trails. And once you cross the river, you're home free. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they said. That's what they all said. <laughs> so the high country is beautiful. I mean, you're going through like these big forests and it's, um, you know, you're huge views and it's like trees that are cut down, you know, that fell on the trail and you're running through and it's like a five foot diameter tree you're running through. And that's, it's a great part of the race. Cause you also get to talk to a lot of people, you know? So yeah. I'm talking to like people that like this one girl I talked to, she was a, uh, she worked in the Patagonia warehouse in Reno, like, and then, you know, just like, you don't live in a glass guy. You don't get to talk to people. Like, oh my God, you live such a glamorous life. Yeah. She's like, I work in a warehouse. You're like, but the warehouse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my God, you make my best stuff. No, I don't. I put your best stuff in a box. <laughs> it's my favorite stuff. But she was actually saying like how cool it is there. Like they went like on a fishing trip on a Friday and like all the people from Tesla are trying to get in there because it's like the opposite of cultures, you know? So you just meet a lot of interesting people out there. Yeah, definitely. And so you're, so you're chatting it up. You're having a good time. Yep. Just trying to make the most of the experience. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly what you, what you should be doing. Yep. So where, where's your next highlight after the high country? What, what really stands out to you? Um, in the high country, I'd say like just running those ridges, the views, but it was hot. Like there's a lot of exposure. We've, up co- there. we've covered that. Yeah. Yeah. Did I mention it was hot and the sun was really, really bright. You're closer to it. That's yeah. why. Um, so you're yeah. about 12,000 feet closer to the sun than yep. you are around here. Yeah. So I think everything went well through the high country and then going into the canyons, you know, I th- it was it was a definite, like, uh, a real experience, like going down. Cause when you're going down in the canyons, at least when I'm going through them, the sun is, you know, hitting those, those, uh, Eastern slopes where you're, you know, and you're just going through and like where the sun is, where it's exposed, you just feel like the heat coming off the rock and the ground. And then you go into the shade for a second and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, that feels a lot different. And I definitely, I had read a lot of the I Run Fire stuff, so I went down to the rivers and I jumped in and cooled down and that helped a lot, so. Mm-hmm. 
Did you two times it up after the rivers like I told you? No. <laughs> no, you didn't. No. We'll talk about that at the end of the race. <laughs> we'll talk about how that might have come back to bite you. <laughs> but, okay, so you, you get through, like, high country, and you're, yeah. you're running. You're feeling great. This I'm, is the way it's supposed to I'm go. I'm feeling my quads starting to tire, and I'm getting a little worried, but then it's... Um you know, it's like, it's manageable. And it wasn't until really like I got out of the high country, got through the canyons, shuffled up devil's thumb and I got to the top and then I sat down in a chair. And when I went to get out of the chair, I was like, Whoa, my quads are in rough shape. Toasted. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just got worse from there. By the time I got the Michigan bluff, like they were, it was really bad. And then then we did Forest Hill where I met up with the crew. And when I sat there for a while, sitting down was definitely not good. Like uh, I sat down for a while and then. It, were you eating while you were sitting? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was fueling, but I probably shouldn't have been sitting because they definitely locked up like well, coming out. You know, from, from most of my, you know, knowledge and what I've been told by the good doctor, good doctor Askvig, sit and eat and hydrate because then all that can get into your muscles. Yeah. But you were probably his also advice is do that early. Yeah. And <laughs> don't do it late. Yeah, that that's pretty good advice. Yeah. Well so, that's unfortunate though. Yeah. So you weren't you didn't have did you have fun running down Forest Hill Aid Station? It's got it, I found it really I ran down the road because I thought it was so cool yeah. to just see so many cars and so many aid stations and so many crew and so many yeah. runners. You know, no, it's it was, a, a mile long aid station. It really is. And it was it was really cool the meet up. I mean at that point I was so happy the meet with the crew, no, I was gonna have a pacer. So then it was like, all right, yeah, this is gonna be this is this is great to see these guys and I've made it to this point. So and plus there you know it's gonna start getting dark and it's gonna start cooling down. Supposedly. Been, yeah. <laughs> Supposedly it's gonna start yeah. cooling yeah. down. Yeah. Cool down to somewhere in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's sad when that's <laughs> yeah. So then okay, so now you're going now you're gonna go it's another downhill, right? And now you're gonna go start going, try to get down to yep. the river, right? So yep. Forest Hills sixty two and now you got, you know, thirty eight to go. Yep. Yeah. So going down we ran I picked up Dusty there and we ran you know, I had three miles where I felt I ran really good. And then, then, you know, stopping those aid stations, I'd stop and fuel and getting up. It was like a process, like getting the legs going again. Mm. The quads were just, did they have, so did they have, um, the, where, you know, the runner goes into the hollowed gates and the pacers got to go off to the nope, side. Nope. They didn't have nope. that. So the pacers stuck with me and it was, Oh wow. Yeah, Man, all the, the aid stations, anyway. they were like pacers, no bueno, right? And so the runner went in and it was like all cordoned off. Yeah. Because I think maybe because it was a bigger year, this year there wasn't a lot of spectators, right? Yeah. So maybe that's why. But you'd go, when Hobbs was going in, he'd go in and there'd be two people at these gates with buckets of ice water and big giant sponges. And he'd just basically put his arms out and they'd be like, Psh. yeah, sponges are gone. So they don't do sponges anymore. They do the, yeah, cause the, they can't, they can't rub a sponge from a previous runner all yeah. over the next runner. Yeah. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. We got the pump sprayers and that works pretty good. Yeah. But, but you came, you, you, you were having trouble after eating and getting out of the aid station because you were like chilling and trying to like rest trying to you know get fueled up and then my quads were just 
beat. I mean, I had pretty much complete quad failure, and it was just like oh, yeah. oh, every well, stop. You were you kept saying how you're struggling to trying to get any kind of vert into your training, and yeah, yeah. Was it going up or going down that really got to you? I'd say, I don't know. It was probably both <laughs> at that point. If not straight ahead yeah. at zero degrees, then it was difficult. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was a just get it done sort right. of approach at the end there. So where I noticed that watching online where you really slowed down was down by the river. Yeah. There was a spot where I had the, it's never good when you're like looking for a comfortable rock to sit on because you know, you're, you might be sick. <laughs> Like we, I think it was, I thought it was six minute hill, but I don't know that it was. There's one last hill right before you get to the river. Um, right before you get to the river, there's um, um, you come out on like a, a road off the single track, and then you go up this hill, and it's like, um, you know, I was really struggling going up the hill, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna wait till I get to the top, and I'm gonna do a gel because I know I, I know I'm bonking, you know, and I got up to the top, and I sat on that rock, and I tried eating that gel, and that salted caramel was just. But they were your friends up until they then. were. They absolutely were, and I was struggling to get them. Like I, when I finally got them, I was good. And then, <laughs> hey man, you got any salted caramel, man? Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I was I trying to stay off the high one, caffeine man. ones too when they did have them. So, um, yeah. So then I, I, I went to eat the salted caramel, and it was, it was no bueno. Yeah. So did it take you a long time to get across the river or was most no. of that time like prior to Green Gate? Right. It was because I had had that bad episode at the top of the hill. Then it was like, get into the aid station. Let's get reset. Let's get some fuel in. Make sure I can actually finish this thing because it right. was, I knew if I couldn't keep fueling, I wasn't going to finish. Yeah. Now, how was the river crossing? It was fun. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't that it wasn't that deep. Um, I'd say it was like waist deep in spots and I did get scolded for letting go of the rope. So, mm, well, you know what happens when you let go of the rope? Yeah, no, that can be bad. So <laughs> <laughs> they directed me back to the rope very quickly. So who crossed with you? Did dusty cross with nope, you? So I, I, uh, dropped dusty off there. It was at Rucky Chucky and then, um, Sean jumped in. I think green gates before and Rucky Chucky's after. Is that the way it goes? Maybe. I forget, you know, yeah. again, time. Yes. My terrible memory. So you dropped him off before the river. Yep. Yep. We traded before the river and then I picked up Sean and Sean was really excited to be crossing the river. And he was, I don't know, like he was nervous about the cold water. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, Oh, this feels so good. You know, after being oh, out yeah, in the heat absolutely. so long. So yeah. Yeah. That's why I was wondering, did it take you a long time to get across the river? They're like, Hey sir, other people need the rope. You're like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm a little nervous. I'm going to take my time. Yep. Sir, you've been here 20 <laughs> minutes. Give up the rope. <laughs> yeah. You got to pull yourself out on the other side. Like it's a, it's almost like a rope climb up the other side. So yeah. When I, when I, uh, crewed Hobbs and we, we got to that aid station at the top of the climb out of the river. Yep. We all started running down to get there and I was able to see the scene. It was nighttime and I was able to see all the lights and everything, yep. but I didn't actually make it down to the river because Hobbs is fast. Yeah. So I was like maybe, you know, I don't know, uh, less than a quarter mile from the actual like river scene. And then I came all the way downhill. I just got to go back up, yep. <laughs> you know? Um, so how were you coming out of the river? Did it refresh you? Did it reinvigorate you? It refreshed me, but I mean, I knew I was in rough shape. Like after that aid station, I knew I was 
I knew the 24 hour dream was dead at that point and it was just making sure I got to the finish. So I wanted to make sure I, you know, I didn't, you know, I hiked it up that hill, you know, put down some more gels, just trying to, you know, make sure my body was going to not bonk so bad that I, I DNF'd. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's actually, cause I'm thinking Rucky Chucky is before the river and green gate is the one after the river. Yep, that was Rucky up at Chucky the top is, of the hill. You're going into the river and green gates, the one huge ass climb up to the tippity yep. top. Yep. Yeah. All right. So that's mile 80. And then, yeah. So then it, from there, you know, Sean's trying to, you know, get me the run more, you know, kind of going in the Allison mode of, you know, we're kind of getting, it's getting close. Yeah. 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 Cushion's gone. Yeah. That's, that was kind of a wake up call for it's me. It's okay for it's... Sean to do it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's kind of a wake up call knowing, Hey, you're not even like close to 24 anymore. Now you got to start thinking about 30. And I was like, Oh yeah, I need to start really sucking it up. And even though my quads are, screaming every step just and my feet are just hamburger it's like you just got to suck it up and get it done right well and and allison right it you needed 18 hours to get a western states ticket at twisted and you got them in just under 16 you need to finish western in 30 and sean got them in just over 28 so i think i think you both yeah okay you both got done you both got it done Tom owes both of you a day. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah. So there was just a lot of, a lot of walking and a lot of just keeping fueling, you know, and run, run when I could. Yeah. So so funny. We we were talking about this on the message board. We were chatting a little bit back and forth and uh, Jesse Canfield said he would rename his race, the walking broth. (laughs) 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 He's like, Tom, you say there's a lot of walking, but I redefined walk in broth. He did and, good in the back half though. He really yeah. closed like he closed a lot of time there at the end. Right. And I was watching Olga as well and Olga and Jesse were consistently like a half hour behind you for the most part. And then they actually caught up to you. Yeah. And I was I was seeing that your aid station times were all pretty and I was like I think all three of them are either in the aid station together or were recorded like right with each other. And so I texted, uh, Shay Coleman who was with Olga and I was like, say hi to Tom when you pass him. Cause at that point, Olga's wily, man. Like she, she's got, she's got the guts and I'm like, Oh, she's pulling up all her years of experience and she's going to pass old Tom and his second hundred miler. She's going to just blow his doors off, but you managed to stay ahead there. Yeah. That blew Sean's mind when we came up and, and it's like, Chris says to say hi, and he's like, how does he have connections out at Western <laughs> States? Uh, yeah, that's great. He was like, who are you calling? That was pretty funny. Yep. But yeah, so Olga, you, and Jesse, three Rochester people, or three New York people, yep. not Rochester. Let's get that cleared. Olga's in Rochester. We should have been running together, but well, we all finished really closely. You today. all finished super close. You all got in on, on Twisted Branch tickets. Yep. And you all finished within a half hour of each other. Yep. And a hundred mile race. Pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. <laughs> Weird, right? Yep. Like, man, something. Yeah, it's kind of sad when you watch the sun come up and you're still on the trail and it's like, yeah, I was hoping to be done right now and I'm still a long ways from the finish. Uh, but, but, which, 
So as you're as you're getting through those end things, are you worried about thirty? And is that taking away like your joy of the race, or you're just so. like, just, I gotta get? Yeah, because I didn't have like a. There was no goal between twenty four and thirty. Like there was A and B. Yeah, right. So I should have. I should have twenty seven. Yeah, I should have had twenty seven to keep myself going. But I think I was just getting a little too. I wasn't. I didn't have that driver to really help push me. But then once Sean said that, that kind of helped a little bit. Then moved me for run a little more. And then when I picked up Josh, he helped me too. So, um, it was it was good. Yeah, we ran uh, across the bridge. That was really cool. It seems like it took us forever to get to the No Hands Bridge, and then you get there, and it's like, whoa, this is so cool. <laughs> this is the bridge. Yep, exactly. You're there, and then uh, it's a good hike up to the up to Auburn. But some of that stuff between between Greengate, like Auburn Lake Trails, is pretty remote, right? Like you're you're now in dark, right? Yeah, like, and it's it's black, and there's there's so there's a ton of driving to go from here to there and around there, but you're not by a lot of roads when you're at that last part of that course until you get to like pointed rocks and stuff yep. like the last five to, you know, the last five K obviously you're running through the city, but you know, from 90 and between 80 and 90, you're remote. Right. Yep. And so other than your quads, were you in like a decent headspace? Do you think? I was just so happy to be there and lucky to be there. Like, I think I was in a good headspace, but like physically I was just completely trash. Like, <laughs> I mean, even through the night I was running with ice. So I like took the, the handkerchief, sewed it in, or folded it in half and had it sewed up on the edges. So I was packing that with ice, spinning it around on my neck. So a lot of ice there. Um, I was putting ice in my pockets. Like, mm-hmm. so like all that water ends up like down in your feet. So my feet were all blistered up. My quads were beat and, I don't think I handle the heat well because I always say it's hotter than it is apparently. <laughs> so, okay. Now you're running through the town, right? Yep. Like, so now you got 5k is, is your whole crew running? The whole through the crew's town? there. Family's there. It's awesome. Yep. And then that is just when you come over the hill and you can see the track in the distance, that is like one of the coolest sights you'll ever see just because it's like, Wow. Finally making You're like, it there. Even if I fall on my face, I still got a chance. I was just like, I can see the track. I can see the track. <laughs> yeah. So, so what's that like? You put your first, your first foot on the track. Oh, that's just pure joy at that point. You know, I was just like, cause we're running around the track with family, with friends. And it's just like, we made it. This is awesome. Can't believe we did it. Like it's just pure joy. Yeah. Yeah. I was so happy. It doesn't matter at that point yeah. whether it's 25, 26, no. 27. No, nope, didn't matter. No. It was all just it was all just pure joy. Yeah. And then after that everything was fine. You got in a plane and went home, right? Everything was great. I got a little visit at the medical tent. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so when we've when Hobbs finished, it was 23:30 he finished. Yeah. And still night which is just amazing. Like after running that race and running in 28 and a half or whatever hours, like it gives you so much appreciation. Yeah. For and that dude, he had, he had the flu for like two weeks of his training season. Yeah. He and his wife had another baby and like, yeah, the things that he did to get to twenty three thirty, It's amazing. Pretty, yeah. 
where I was going was then we it's nighttime, so he gets to lay down and take a little nap in the middle of the field, and we're watching people coming in, and then the sun's coming up, and then it starts to get warmer. It wasn't like super warm, you know, when we finished. Yeah. But you got to finish as like it's starting to warm up for the day again. For sure. Right? Yep. And you take a little nap because you just ran for 28 hours, you know, yep. did your thing. And then it went a little sideways. It was, well, coming up like from No Hands Bridge, like that whole stretch was getting pretty hot. And that really gave me a lot of appreciation for all those people coming in during the golden hour, which I was able to watch. And I loved every second of it. And there was like, people staggering across the line like right before like i was actually like tearing up yeah. and like crying because like it was just so emotional watching those people come like, in crazy good right and, oh. yeah and then so then i went after that i went and laid down waiting for the award ceremony and then the shade moved on me so i got up to go move with the shade and started yeah, not he feeling really got up. He, he went from laying down to standing up too fast I started feeling and he, really bad in a real yeah, fast Yeah, because we were trying to move him to a shadier spot. Yeah, because the shade was moving. And he, like, started walking, and then he... Sat down uh, on the knee wall. Yeah, sat down on, like, a knee wall, and was like, I don't feel good. And he sort of leaned forward, and at first I thought he was going to throw up. I thought he was going to throw up. Yeah, like, he was looking like he was going to throw up. And then he just, like keeled over like his lights out yeah lights out yeah he um and i, and I was like the old one next to him and i was like <laughs> immediately screamed for like the other guys i'm like uh it felt well, it felt all, like and all your school nurse training kicked in right like yeah. <laughs> it's what i would imagine it felt like on the stage in back to the future when he starts the fade away like i just felt like myself just going away and then the next day I remember is people pouring cold water yeah, on me. Well, initially, and then it was like, like strum the guitar. All of a sudden I'm like, I felt like a million bucks and I'm back. It was well, so weird. I mean, in hindsight, I think it was clear that it was because he went from laying down to standing up too quickly. Yeah, blood pressure. But in the moment I thought it was the heat, like, you know, because yeah. it, it was hot out. And uh, so, yeah, we were just like pouring cold water on him. I'm sending Sean, I'm to, to the med tent to get ice. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So we were just, you know, trying to cool him down, but. So the verdict, the verdict is in, it was hot out there. Oh yes. (laughs) It definitely was hot this time. And then I had a new goal. It was like, make it out of the aid station or the medical tent in time to get my buckle at the award ceremony. So I, Hung out in there in a while, and then finally, like right before, I was able to shuffle out of there and get over there and meet up with Jesse and go up there and get our buckles. So when you're when you're running around the track, and especially when you're running like sort of when nobody's with you, they have a little spiel that they say about you or they talk about you when you're running. It, and and if you're coming in like in those later hours, you're so spread out, you have a pretty good chance of being the only person on the track. Yep. Did you have a little spiel? I think they, they said a little bit because you fill out a form before the race yeah. and they filled it out. And Allison told me I didn't do a very good job <laughs> filling that out. <laughs> It's like I'm an engineer. It's like, <laughs> hi, I'm Howard. I work in accounting sort of thing. <laughs> it was fine. I just thought he could have. Uh, yeah. Put a few, twist, yeah. a few twists in well, there. Well, you right? didn't You didn't get to say like uh, one, of them that, one of them that I had heard when we were laying around in the field was like, 
She's a she's an ICU nurse who gets her runs in in between her twelve hour shifts, <laughs> yeah. in between taking care of her kids and her twelve hour shifts, and she's you know in the NICU dealing with babies. You're that like, was not mine. You know, his wasn't quite so heroic. You know? I make I make uh, batteries. It's kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, that's you know. It's I mean. Fine. No, it's but he just, didn't even he didn't even hear it. I was going to say I was like, going to ask only, you if you heard it. He only heard it by listening to the recording afterwards. Like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of the way it goes. You're you're focused on one goal, and it's yep. on the other side of the track. Yep, yeah, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So, how was the buckle ceremony? It was cool. You go up, you get you get your buckle. But the shadiest part in all of the hundred miles you ran, right? Yeah. They had there was the, not enough shade. There was oh, a no. tent there, though. Well, it was crowded and tight, and so you really kind of had to you had to fight for it to be in the shade. But it's a really cool thing, like the like talking to my crew afterwards. Like they were, you know, they were sitting with the Walmsley family, like for the award ceremony. Like, I mean, you're <laughs> they got over their initial shyness. Yeah, huh? yeah. So, I mean, you're you're definitely there with a lot of the. The yeah. big names, the oh yeah, when you're sitting around, everybody's waiting for their buckle. It's, yep. You know that that's what we were surrounded. We're like, oh, there's that person, there's that person, yep. there's that person. Yep. But again, everybody just did a hundred miles, so it's you know you're kind of just sitting and you're just acknowledging each other's existence. So like, you exist and I exist, and I know who you are. Yeah, I because know. I was in so rough shape, <laughs> like it was like get the buckle and then get across the mar- that. The, the heat wavy track and get over to the car and get out just because I knew I couldn't stay in that heat very long. Yeah. What's pretty cool. Like driving back, we drove back to Tahoe and it's like, it's kind of neat to like drive back to Tahoe and like look off the highway and see all those mountains and be like, you know, Hey, took, I ran across that and that it's taken us two hours to drive back to Tahoe, you know, yeah. there's definitely some coolness factor to that. Yeah. So one thing I I will say that I got I do I I don't have a buckle and I didn't actually run the hundred miles. I did get to meet Courtney DeWalter though the day that's before, pretty cool the day before the race when I was out there. So that but I didn't get to meet. She's definitely one of the coolest people in the sport. Yeah, she wasn't there this year for you though. She's got you know she had. But yeah, like first like just to say I'm a fan. Like first thing I did this morning was like check on Hard Rock. Like right. what's going on? Right. How's Courtney doing? Yeah, we didn't even man- mention Francois. I mean, we could, like I said, we could have a 12 hour podcast, yeah. but we didn't even mention Francois. Like they had an amazing field of women there though yeah. this year, and, and they, they had three finish in the top ten. Yep, and they changed the policy this year, which is going to really change how the women run. Because now the policy is there will be no less percentage of women than the percentage that apply. So oh. you're qualified for hard rock? Yeah. I think it was 15 of the top 30 were women too. Yeah. Was- yeah. So, you know, get at it. Get training, Allison. Me? Oh. <laughs> Once you get through Virgil. And catch um, the bug. It's hard out. rock is something else altogether. Ultra addiction. So that's it. You did it. You're done running. That's your goal race. You did it, right? That was awesome. Yep. Put your feet up. Put your hamburger feet up and uh, hang out, right? No more running. Just watching your wife run. Oh, yeah. I may have signed up for a couple other ones. (laughs) Until (laughs) next weekend. Weekly and then Twisted. Right. So you got Weekly. You got Twisted. You got 14 in today, 15 in today. and That's pretty good. 
Hey, as long as we're having fun running, keep it going. As long as we're running. That's right. <laughs> so, Ellison, uh, if he, uh, you know, if he finishes twisted in under 18 hours again this year, he gets another Western States ticket. <laughs> just, just saying. If you finish uh, what, uh, twisted in under 18 hours, you'd get a Western States ticket too. I am not signed up for Twisted. Oh, okay. And I heard this morning uh, a little bird told me they're already sold out. So <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the guy who said it was sold out. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, talking about what's next, I mean, you're going to do Wakely, just a little 50K, just, you know, brush that off. But Allison's got uh, an ultra and two marathons to yeah. train for. So like you got a hot, hot summer. You got to train for Boston. Nobody's ever trained for Boston in a hot, hot summer, except for the people that have hot, hot summers. So what's your plan? Well, I mean, I've trained for fall marathon several times. <laughs> that's, that's so easy just enough, do it. Right? Yeah, it's <laughs> just do the thing. If it's, yeah. it's going to be hot, you get up early. <laughs> well, if it's, if Tom's running Boston, it's going to be hot. Oh, well, Yeah. <laughs> I'll even say it's hot for spectating. <laughs> yeah, right. So I think that, I mean, that wraps it up, yeah. right? I mean, we kind of covered it all, right? Anything else we didn't cover? I know there's a lot we could still talk about, but anything you were burning to, to discuss? No, I mean, I guess I was just hoping to get through this without embarrassing myself. So I don't I think, I think you, acquitted, I think the jury is still out on that. I think you acquitted yourself rather well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I appreciate y'all. I mean, you didn't say I got through without making a embarrassing myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. And just for the record, it is still raining. It's still raining. Still coming down out there. It's been raining since we started. It's been raining since five at four a.m. It's it's gonna be, I don't know, a bit messy. Um, yeah, it's gonna. Oh, so the trail report I shared with you guys earlier, like we ran, you know, the zero SPF course, a little bit of McCord Woods, and um, and some around Constellation brands, but we'd had a good run. The trail was in great shape. Uh, Ben Murphy reported that he saw two trees fall in front of him as he was like running. So he decided to find the road. So, you know, the, 12 hours of rain is taking its toll on the trails. So don't go on them tomorrow, folks. Give them, give them time to dry off. Yeah, for sure. cool. Thank you so much both for driving down here, dragging me around the SPF trail. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being our tour guide this morning yeah. on the trails. Thanks to our, our, our Victor hosts for keeping us uh, keeping us dry, yeah, sure. uh, l- lending us showers <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, kitchen tables. It's great. All right. Well, there you go. Tom and Allison Ty. You can, uh, you can find Tom at Wakely Dam. You won't find Allison at Wakely Dam, <laughs> but you can find Allison at Virgil running her first 50K. So if you do see her, don't be shy. Pat her on the back. Tell her, good, go get it. You know, um, as much as Tom is scared of celebrities, don't be scared of the ties. Say hi to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, we, you know, 
wishing Allison luck at all of her big races <laughs> this fall. Tom, sit on the couch, take care of the kids. No grindstones, no hundreds in the fall, you know. Um, all right. And uh, thank you all for listening to this episode of the podcast. Um, I have started a new message board out in the world. Um, you can find a link to it in your show notes if you want to chat about running. Tom's out there, old Tommy Ty. He's uh, he's on the message board, so you can drop him all sorts of lines and ask him all of the questions about Western states that I failed to ask him because I'm a terrible interviewer. Um, it is at uh, community.rrunning.chat. Just find the link in the show notes. And uh, until next time, be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there.